Twitchy Noise. As long as she doesn't tag me, I don't know. Yeah, give it time. Yeah. She's been close a couple times. Yeah. Bit at you the one time. She like lunged at you. Yeah. Like, Jeez. Let <laughs> it go. You were like in mid-sentence and didn't even break stride. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, welcome to AEC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. Adrian's back. <laughs> you totally I forgot. forgot. I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we take two. We take one week off, and you're just gone. We had one job to do. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, we could have done that. I could have before we yeah, started I know. recording. I know it was in my way. Yeah. Hey, as long as you don't try to like screw your cap in front of your mic. You did that the other, the other day. Did I? I was like, Jared, you're killing me. I listened to, I listened to the podcast. Like, I'm not editing that precise. I don't care. Uh, you can definitely tell my quality of editing from the beginning of the show to now. Before, I'd spend like an hour editing. Now it's like, all right, if there's a cough mark, I edit that out. Everything else is good to go because I have video games to play. <laughs> I mean, I have responsibilities to do after the yes. podcast. Atomics to read. Yes, not slacking at all, and just I have to walk the dog. That's what it is. Yeah, it's the dog's fault. There you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, we're back after a uh, busy week of free comic book day. It was last week. Woo! Uh, that's in part of why we weren't here because Jared was unable to make it, Laura, or Adrian was unable to make it. Laura was working all day at the shop or alphabetizing. So, like, yeah, brains fried. Let's not do the show this week. Mm-hmm. So super fun though. Tons of people out there. Yeah, it was great was, to see. I was really surprised with the turnout and uh really thank everybody that showed up. Yeah, and helped and helped out. There was <laughs> helped a, out. a lot of people that helped out. Um worst part about it for me was that night, my both my legs cramped in the middle of the night from walking too much all day. That was fun. It's like, oh, nothing like waking up at two thirty in the morning with both your legs cramping. Maybe you should walk more. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. It was it was a blur. I mean, it always is every year. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, it mm-hmm. goes fast. Like, oh, what time did so and so go through? I don't know. I don't know. I, the I, sun was up. So sometime between what, six and nine, a thousand to fifteen hundred people. Would you say? Right, and it's like I, 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 it's a blur. It's like I could tell you specific people who showed up. Yeah, like people I know, and, regulars, you know, and regulars. Yeah. And, People I, uh, there was a couple I haven't seen in probably a couple years and it was like, oh, cool. You know, it's good to see you, you know, right. but I can't tell you when they came right. or what they got or anything like that. Comics. Uh, Hopefully. But, but yeah, I mean, we, gave, we gave away a bunch of free comics. Uh, we ran out of this year's free comics. So that's a good thing. Yes. Um, we, I mean, good for the most part. If you're coming later, like, oh, what's this older stuff? Hey, it's still free. We didn't say it was free new stuff. We said it was free. Yep. Uh, we had, I think the people that are in the front of the line camped out at like 6 a.m. that day. Wow. Which, good on them, question mark? Eh, yeah, but they're what? ones who have been here before, and wow. if you don't get here early, you're mm-hmm. you're starting out at the back of the line, and I've seen that line go down the block and around the corner. Yes. Mm-hmm. The line this year is shorter than, than quote, normal. Um, I still think it's due to pandemic stuff of people not yeah. there. And just the education of people that show up, like, well, I don't necessarily need to be there super early, where if I show up at noon, the stuff is still there. Yeah, you should still be okay at that time. Once no. you get to the 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock, we are running in. Right. And now you may miss out on some of the sales stuff, but you don't know what we didn't – you don't know what you missed out because – It's already gone. It's already gone. Like, yeah, so it's fine. Um, yeah, it was a good day. It was a good sales day. Um, the weather cooperated. Big time. Somehow. It wasn't gonna. 
yeah, all week it was like rain, rain, rain. Then Friday, you know what? No rain. Yahtzee. I think sheer force of will of everybody involved, like, okay, it's not going to rain. It's not going to rain. It's not. Okay, it didn't rain. We're good. And it was a beautiful day. I actually got a little sunburn sitting outside. Yeah, I mean, it was a little chilly in the morning, uh, but around right around noonish, that's when the weather really started to cooperate. Yeah. It was really nice out. And it was a good time. Yep. Now, this is the first year I had worked at the front door and helping out Israel a little bit and Kevin, who was there. And, you know, that props to Israel. He, can, he manages yeah, he a lot of people. Really well. yeah. Yes. He was, I was watching him just in awe. I mean, Effortless. I know he's done it for well, how many years, too. but I mean, yeah. he's so, so he's bad. got his system. I'm just like, okay, here's what we need. You do your thing. Yep. And he did it. You know, mm-hmm. yep. just told so, him, I said, Hey, here's a problem spot. We may want to move this or something. And he's like, yep, I agree. To, you know, five minutes later, everything was a full system. He's like a robot out yep. there. It was uh, amazing. When people know what they're doing, you don't need to tell them what to do because nope. they'll take care of it. Yep. So good on him. Yep. And he watches like so much. So it was nice to see him watching out for Kevin and even me. Yeah. Just, so, yeah. Uh, well, Kevin's taller than you now, right? Getting close. He's pretty close. <laughs> He's yeah. close. Well, that doesn't take much. That doesn't, you know, I'm short. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, so that's not going to take much. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I remember sometime last year. Uh, I saw him at the store very random, like, who is this kid? Why? Oh, oh, crap. That That's Mark's kid. He he shot up the last he, year. Yeah, so. right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, hopefully hopefully he gets more Mark's genes than Angie's, because if he got Angie's, then he's he's done growing. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see what happens. It is what it is. If, if he stops, then he's just Jared's size also. Yeah, if he fine. can get past me, you're usually pretty good. And you know what? Jared's size is fun-sized. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, ladies, just remember this. Uh, anyway, uh, does not paint me in good light. <laughs> uh, anyway, ladies, so we're here to so talk about comics, what's right? Comics, not, so, yeah. not get Jared a date. Uh, we're, uh, the new segment of the show. Not of, that that's a bad thing. The new segment of the show. Of, have you met Jared? Jared. Uh, no, this week the order is going to be a little out of whack because we're going to do spoilers of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. But Dude, I was really surprised. For those of you that have not seen it yet, we're saving that to the very end of the podcast. I would just, it's okay. Yeah, By now, it, everybody knows that Batman showed up. And yeah, it was it's very weird. See, it's funny because regular listeners know that you usually say Captain America shows up, but you didn't say this time because, I can't. That's, because that's really plausible. That's a real plausible That's thing. a real plausibility thing. Uh, so no, this week we're going to do books that came out this week, then our book club that we mentioned two weeks ago, uh, House of M, and then we're going to finish the show off with our theme discussion of Doctor Strange. So first off, books that came out this week, uh, Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. This year's just flying by. That sure is. Yeah. It's, I was like, That doesn't sound I right. wanted to say March, but I was like, nope, it's May. It's going to be May. It's the other M. Yeah. Uh, is that why we're doing House uh, of M? Because it's House of May. There we go. It may or may not be why we do that. Uh, Jared, what is a book that came out this week that stood out to you? Um, My pick of the week. I want to jump right into this because this was so good. It was so fun. Eight Billion Genies. Basically, the premise is everyone on Earth gets their own genie that they can have one wish. Just anything. Yeah, yeah, anything you want. It is. And as you'd expect, everything ends out fine. It's everything's perfectly fine. That's exactly why I didn't read it. 
Oh my gosh, it was chaos all over the place. But one, yep. th- one thing, just a subtle thing I really enjoyed is each genie looks slightly different too. Yes, I uh, noticed that too, just a little bit. You can totally do just one One catches all, but no, some have glasses, some have beards. Yeah. There's, one has a backpack. Like each one is its own personality. It's like, is it really a genie or is it an alien life? Like, all right, we're going to do experiment on all y'all. Yeah. Um, I love how it starts out with like, all right, Earth. Eight population eight billion. It shows like a normal Earth, whatever. And it's like, okay, now we get the genies. Then shortly after it's uh seven billion nine hundred and ninety-nine million. So like, okay, we lost a lot of people right there. Mm-hmm. We lost a hundred million, if my math quick math is right. Uh but yeah, like, oh, just instantly dead. Gone because of one wish or another. Yep. And the earth has changed from a perfect sphere into a cube, which <laughs> Someone see again. You're showing. You're, I haven't. I didn't read it because I, I I read the premise and I was like, oh, that actually could. Wait a minute. Sound fun. And that is the first eight minutes. Yeah, that's the first eight minutes. The first eight <laughs> yeah, minutes. This issue ends with um. Uh, come back next month for the first eight hours. <laughs> so this book is probably taking place in what? It's going to take fifteen place minute over- span. I mean, well, I mean, Time frame? the whole series is probably going to only run the course of a day yeah. before everyone's done. Sure. Like, yeah. just, nope, everyone's gone. But the very first guy to get his wish, wish that- That we saw, the main, yeah, the, the main, main characters. Yeah, of the main characters is like, uh, okay, any wish that's done does not affect the bar or anyone in it. They're so, in a bar. He, he did a safety wish. of like, Everyone in here is automatically immune to all wishes. Yes, done. Okay, cool. And like- the very next page, it was uh, somebody wishing, I wish this person would fall in love with me. Right. And, and he's that guy's in the bar, so it doesn't affect him. So <laughs> she essentially wastes her wish. And he's like, no, I don't love you. <laughs> no. I mean, we're, we're cool that we're in a band together, but no, nah, I'm good. Um, and I didn't I just, catch this the first time reading it, but uh, she wished that in front of her current boyfriend. Well, not her her current her, bandmate that just asked her out on a date. That's it, yeah. <laughs> like Not full boyfriend. Like, hey, but... do you want to go on a date with me? Uh, I wish I could be in love, the other person would be in love with me. Wow, you could have just said no. <laughs> but uh, it was really chaotic, and I'm excited to read more of where it's going to go. Um, I mean, you see a whole bunch of like, okay, we have giant mech suits that are flying around. Rockets. People that are swimming in money, you know, someone that wished for eternal youth, or at least to be younger. Dinosaurs. Uh, all sorts of anything and everything that's crazy. Uh, but one thing I really dug, too, that I didn't realize until the end, that this book was written and drawn by the same person that did Curse Words, which oh, I really? loved that series when it was coming out. I didn't read it all. So it said, hey, uh, you can read the whole thing in a 760, 760-page hardcover omnibus. And I immediately ordered that for me when I got to the story. Like, I read the first couple issues of that. I loved it. I just fell behind. I support Charles Soule and Ryan Brown, so yes, I'll go with I'll get the hardcover because I enjoyed that one to begin with, and I, I enjoy this one. So well, if it's as good as this first issue, I might just pick that up myself. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. I mean, that one's already done and over. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one is done and over. I mean, so side tangent of what that book's about: a wizard comes to Earth and he has a talking talking koala bear that is like his assistant. It's ridiculous and cool and fun. Uh, but yeah, 8 billion wishes or 8 billion genies. Uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. And it's basically once you use your wish, the genie disappears and there's no take backs. There's nothing. Right. All right. So on theme of this, 
if you all had one wish you can grant with a genie, what would you wish for? I was thinking about this the other day, or yesterday, I was like, ooh, just just one. And you, you can't cheat by like, oh, I want a million wishes. No, you can only get one thing. Uh, there are a few provisos, a few quid pro quos. No, I mean, it's it's true. To, I'm going true to the rules of the book of anything. One wish. What would it be? I couldn't come up with just one. Like, I, I don't know. I can't either on the spot. I, I really liked the what the bartender said. Like, all right, everyone in my immediate area, safe. Yeah. So, okay, everyone in my family, safe. Maybe wait, wishes. wait till the very end and wish to undo everyone's wishes. <laughs> just. <laughs> if you survive that long, though. Yeah, yeah if you, you survive, survive that long. I mean, that, that's the tricky part. That's why he did it immediately. Like, okay, immediately done. Like, before anything weird happens, we're all safe. Yep. Now, do the genies do, like, some trickery, like, um, I don't know. Uh, you always hear about, oh, uh, what was the the guy who wished for better vision, and so he got all these eyes around his body? There seems uh, to be no yeah. uh, devil in the details sort of thing. No. Okay. Right. Or careful what no, you wish for. It's like, no, you get what you want. Yeah. Full stop. Um, oh, this was a it, Wanda story, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, is what it seems to be, at least of like it is what it is. Yeah. However, you wish for it, whatever. I mean, done. Okay. So no direct unintended consequences like that. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, it'd be a hard thing to wish for, like one only. Well, only one. It reminds me of the episode of Community when they go to the wishing well and Britta wishes to end all wars, and Troy freaks out, like, "No, what are you?" You don't, first of all, you never wish for all of anything. It's like, really? War? Yeah. Star Wars? Storage Wars? Like, <laughs> of all the shows and movies and stuff. Like, yeah, you don't want to end all wars. Like, there are some good ones mm-hmm. that are fiction that you're like, oh, nope, done. So, like, oh, that's a good uh, point. You're not wrong. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I don't know what I would wish for. I mean, the, some people did the, oh, all the money, more money than I know what to do with. Yeah, but. Yeah, but when everybody wishes for that. All that money is, loses is value. It's all useless, right? Or if someone says, "Oh, you have all the money. I wish I could kill you and take over for take over your money." Done. Like, well, a lot could that all that money did if you died instantly. I, I think the safety wish is the best one to go with. So far, like, I wonder if you can do ands. Like, hey, I wish I was I had eternal youth and impervious to all damage. Like. Do a comma, comma, comma. Like, all right, have a whole lineup. Of, Can you wish for more genies? As they didn't say. Um, they did say each person only gets one. But that doesn't mean you can't wish for more. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm just gonna let's just go with the. You only get play by the rules. Don't try to cheat the system. You can ask for one thing. It's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's the fun ones that some people have, like, oh, I wish I could teleport. Cool. That that makes sense. That'd be a good one. Beep, beep, beep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, whenever I want to travel, just boom, teleport. I'm there. Uh, so what happens just... when you accidentally land where somebody is already at? Right. And so one person asks, okay, I wish I could fly. Well, that's cool. But what if you fly too high, pass out, and you keep going, and now you're dead? Mm-hmm. You're, you've lost Earth's atmosphere. Or you fly into a jet plane because you don't have radar on you mm-hmm. like, like there are many things that could go wrong very quickly so yeah the careful what you wish for thing yeah I, 
uh, I have everything when I was, I've been thinking about it the last day or so. I'm like, okay, I think the best one would be immune to all outside wishes. Yeah. It's that way, no matter what anybody does. Good or bad. Right. Good or bad. Like, hey, I'm just safe. Keeping your status quo. Right. Because, like they said, like the bartender said, like, hey, this is probably the safest place in the world now. Because all the stuff that's outside theoretically can't come inside now, too. Because it's immune. Like, oh, I want to ride T-Rex. Well, the T-Rex can't go inside because that's part of a wish. Yep. So, oh, I want to fly. We can't fly inside because that's part of a wish. So, I, I think that's possibly the best. That's the safest. That's the safest one. Yeah. Because there are some weird people that will wish for who knows what. And yeah, we've all made enemies. <laughs> Imagine someone said, all right, wish they were dead. Ha ha, not anymore. I'm still yeah, here. but then you end up living in the bar. <coughs> no, no. Well, You would never want to go outside. Oh, like if you were in the bar and you're safe, somebody wishes you were dead and well, you the, step outside and the, that wish becomes true at that point? Or are you safe when no. the wish is made? Well, either I, way, I believe... you wouldn't want to leave the bar because of that. I he said, "I wish that no wish made outside this bar could affect this bar or anyone or anything inside it." So, if theoretically, if anyone or anything, so once you left, you're still immune to other wishes because you were inside the bar when at he made the, when he made the wish at that time. So at the time, everyone like say Adrian, you and I were in the bar, but Jared wasn't. If we leave the bar, we're still immune to other wishes because we were in the bar at the time. But if I enter the bar, too too bad. I'm still screwed because the the wish is already protected on that entity. Now it may turn off your wish temporarily while you're in there, like if you wanted to be able to fly or teleport or who knows what. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. Do you have any any wishes that you guys would come up with? No, not off the, not offhand. I, I think the safest one would be the. Protect me. Protection. Like, all right, spell protection. I, I need, because I don't trust anybody when that standpoint, like, unlimited power. Now, it could be like, okay, the three of us, were okay, we're all immune. Now, you use your wish to help all of us for other things or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like, are we going to stack this? Okay, I wish that there was, but like, oh, I wish you had a million dollars. Well, technically, you're immune of wishes. I wish there's a million dollars of unmarked bills right outside, right in front of me. Technically, that doesn't affect you because it's right outside. No. So that'd be the way to get around that. Like, well, it's fair game. So, but yeah, that'll be homework for next week's episode of think of one wish. If you can come up with anything, maybe that'll be our theme next week is one wish. What can you come up with? Uh, so moving on from 8 billion genies, that was mine and Jared's pick. Uh, Adrian, what is one of your picks that came out this week? Uh, it was kind of a light week, but I'm going to go with Grim. Uh, I wasn't. <clears throat> I wasn't a fan of uh, something's killing the children. I just don't think that I could really get into it. Uh, the cover for this one kind of caught my attention, and I started reading it. And it wasn't until about halfway into the book where the uh, the main character, she's like, I'm Jessica Harrow. And I'm like, oh, you kind of said that like it meant something. Let me go. Oh, uh, maybe I should have been reading something's killing the children this whole time because it, it happens in kind of the same universe, right? Uh, and she is... Uh, taking this guy after he has wrecked after drunk driving. Uh, so don't drink and drive. Um, also, they have the song Don't Free the Reaper playing, they, yeah, which I really right. enjoyed that. I thought that was cool. Uh, but it was just this kind of intro into uh, Jessica Harrow's world um, being uh, the, the Reaper and taking people to the afterlife. Um, and then 
tomfoolery. A, a rule gets broken, and she is part of that broken rule. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, I am excited to see what comes next. Um, I might have to go back and read uh, something killing the children. Uh, so, fun fact: next week for our podcast, Jared, what are we reading? Something is killing the children, oh, volume hey. one. Uh, and we picked that before we even read this book to realize, yeah. oh wait, so that just there's a tie-in. That's a happy accident. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So that's what we're going to be reading next week. So, and I will make one shout out to last week's books because we weren't around last week. Uh, Obi Wan, number one, a uh, number one that came out. It's a mini. It's a six, eight issue mini. Uh, Five issue. I don't know. It is a mini though. Yes, uh, it's probably a five issue. Knowing Marvel, but I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't think of it. Um, and I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna back up saying Grim as well too because same mm-hmm. here. It was, it was really, good. And I, one thing I, you didn't mention that I really like too is whenever she gets super angry, she turns into the classic Grim Reaper with the skeleton head. Oh yeah, yeah. So I like, did. She transforms like oh normal fleshy bits to Arr, super angry. Like, Which I thought was funny when her friends were like, "Really, the skull thing you're doing?" Like it was so passe to them. Like, yeah, uh, like they've seen that before. Been there, done. <laughs> Ooh, oh, real original. Yeah, right. You look like that. Uh. So yeah, Grip, and that's uh, a Boom Studios book. And you know me, I love Boom Studios. They they come up with some really, they produce some some really great stuff. Uh, and one book I want to mention this week that, uh, I mean, I loved the first two Grimm and 8 Billion Genies, but Seven Secrets, number 17, uh, I just found out today that Tom Taylor said, hey, this is the, what is it, the penultimate final issue. So next Second week, last. so yeah, the next issue will be the last issue. Uh, so this is issue 17 of 18, apparently, and it has gone through some twists and turns. Um, I need to reread everything up to this point because we did the first volume on the podcast here, didn't we? Yeah. So like I re- reread that one. Oh, I remember that all lined up together. Cool. I need to read volume two and then volume three again, just to see how it all flows really well together. I remember uh, really liking the first couple issues, um, and some of the things that actually they did well were kind of the things that made me be like, okay, so I know how this is going to go. It's simple. It's a clean story. It's point A to point B. Uh, but there were some cliches in there that they fit perfectly. Yeah. And it, I just didn't want cliche at the time. But it was really good. The art was simple. There wasn't. <clears throat> there were some jabs, I remember, in like the first issue, like, really? You're going to? And I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was an original idea. Um, but yeah. Well, in the previous issue, issue 16, um, I mean, it's been a month. I could say spoilers, but I'm going to still leave that out. Something major happens. It's addressed in 17. And then there are some other new twists like, wait, wait, what? How? I mean, which it makes sense that it's surprising because it's all about surprise twists and turns and everything. I mean, it's not that big of a surprise. Captain America is right there on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. From a... <laughs> Certain point of view, it's Captain America. We'll put it that way. Uh, but yeah, Seven Secrets, uh, 17 uh, out of 18, apparently, by Tom Taylor, which, you know, if you Those listen- were issues, not a rating. Yes. So, but if you know us, uh, Tom Taylor, uh, I mean, you can't- He's the best right work. now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, with- Is he the one that's going exclusive to DC? He is exclusive to DC, other than his independent stuff, I believe. Okay. So, basically, they said, you're not allowed to work with Marvel anymore. Sure. So, however exclusive that works, we're like, oh, you can still work on your independent stuff. We don't care about that, but no Marvel. So, it is what it is. I mean, when it comes to competition, you got to try to do whatever you can to make these, to to gain the edge over the other. I mean, 
Yeah, you just have to do that. And Marvel's been able to do really good things with with all sorts of stuff, and um, like with House of M. Mm-hmm. And speaking of. Uh, now that we're done with this week's books that stood out that were picks of the weeks, we're going to move on to our book club section, which is House of M. Uh, I read it. We we're talking before probably seven, at least seven years ago now. 2005. Uh, I don't know when the last time you guys read it was before this. About a year ago. So it was pretty fresh for you yeah. still. Yep. Um, But yeah, I was like, I remember reading it. I remember liking it. But I don't remember all the details. I remember the height. It's like, oh, you know, she Wanda does this. Um, Wolverine figures it out, and the end. Versus, no, there's a lot more that happens in there. Oh, there's a whole lot more in there. I mean, those are definitely still the high notes of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, this is where we first meet Layla. Yeah, who, I forgot completely about that too until I read this. Who she was kn- critical all the way through Messiah Complex. She her post Messiah. Her thing is she knows things, right? And it's still pretty vague, even now, like how she knows things, because mm-hmm. she time traveled and they aged her up. Oh, and that's right. So it's really either way. Her her mutant ability they created Layla in this. She was the last new mutant created before Hope. Uh, Hope cause, oh, sure, sure, sure. Because sure. this was this ended with the no more mutants. No more mutants, spell, right? And that was when Marvel's like, all right, f you mutants. Um, we're not giving Fox any more properties. Sure. So we're gonna create stop creating mutants instead. We're going Inhumans. There was and so that worked much. Out, that worked out really well for them. Great stuff at that time. Because right before this was disassembled when we got Wanda going crazy. Uh, we got Genosha getting destroyed as well. Again, like leveled, leveled though. Oh, the big giant Sentinel that yeah, yeah, that yeah wiped yeah. them all out. So, I mean, this is the, I mean, the book opens with previously in Uncanny X-Men and previously in Avengers. This was a. A true tie-in of both. Yeah. A true massive crossover too. Like there's nothing, nothing in the comics was able to avoid House of M because it, cre- it changed the whole world. Well, I think even before like Secret War, the, the Fury secret mission into Liberia to kill uh, She-Doom or whatever right. her name was. Um we were still having all of these, you know, X-Men guest starring Spider-Man, you know, issue 45. Uh, but at this time, they really just like said, screw it. We're putting everybody in the same world. And if it happens here, it can't affect this other thing. But we're not doing this guest starring thing anymore. We're just, hey, Spider-Man's in this book. Hey, Wolverine's in this book. Hey, Jean Grey just happens to be in town. Because it's a living world Whatever. where people will randomly run into each other. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so then we get, you know, from Disassembled into Hats of M, Messiah Complex, New Avengers. It's the beginning of the, I hate to say it, the event fatigue that a lot of readers had with Marvel. Like, oh, every year there's a big event that crosses over everything. We're tired of that. We're tired of these giant, massive events. Like, we were good, though. That was part of the problem. For yeah. the most part. There were towards the end when they were starting to get pretty not good. Sure, sure. I I remember original sin. I mean, wasn't that good? But that was after siege. But saying that was still though the tail end when everything was. The last good one I think they had was probably Secret Invasion. That was fantastic. I loved Secret Invasion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I I did like Dark Rain too. Dark Rain wasn't. It wasn't really. It wasn't a true event though. It was just an era of of time. But yeah, I think Secret Invasion was the last good, like, overall event. Yeah. But the it's cool how the, the, the 
the no more mutants the the thing that is the culmination of house of m uh really led into uh, the why we have the x-men kind of the way they are now uh with rebirthing regeneration they've defeated death well, and House of M was what year did you say that was again? Two thousand five. Two thousand five, and it wasn't until House and Powers in two thousand nineteen that we started getting a broad scale of more, mm-hmm. bunch more mutants. Where they fixed that cure, where they fixed that blockage. Of well, mutants. no, before that, because Hope was the one who actually, but uh, barely. But that was a trickle, though. Versus, I'm saying they opened the floodgates of like how it was before House of M. Are they, you talking in the world or in the writing? Because yes. remember, at the same time. Fox had been bought out by by Disney. That was already happening. So it's like, yes, we can we can do all of those things again. We can have mutants again. We can have new ones. We can. But that didn't really show in full force. Like it wasn't the same as pre House of M until House right, of Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Whereas like, oh, well, there's a couple here and there because like, okay, all right, we we bought them. We're still figuring it out, but there's still a pretty tight lockdown. Yeah. Um, okay, we don't want a whole bunch of new mutants versus House and Powers. Okay, it's just like before House of M, go wild. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a new mutant, make a mutant. We don't care. Like, it doesn't, we don't have a beef with the mutants anymore because we own everything of them now, again. And we're cool with it. So, mm-hmm. uh, no matter how hard Marvel tried, the Inhumans are not mutants. The Eternals are not mutants. It's not a big deal. Like, it's, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's one of those, like, People love the mutants. That's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. So uh anyway, back to House of M. Uh well the, the that's story the though. thing though. But the, the story whole, though. Oh, the story. Um it starts with the Avengers and X-Men being together, like, hey, um We have Wanda, a problem. Wanda's crazy. We should murder her. We should talk about her. Because that was I think that was uh I mean Wolverine was obviously if I go crazy, you kill me. Right. Don't and then hesitate. Other, right. And other people were like, well, why does that have to be the only answer? Right. Why can't it be an answer that we talk about? And then if we need to get there, we get there. But let's try non-lethal solutions first. Right. Um, and it's a fair argument. Like, well, Avengers, we don't kill. That's our thing. Sure. X-Men, we don't kill unless we have X-Force. We don't kill. <laughs> well, and, and there's always, the, there's obviously the difference between Killing in the heat of battle versus outright murder. And that's what they wanted to do. Professor Xavier uh, was trying to keep her subdued as best as he could on Genosha. And Magneto was there. And at some point, he was going to lose that control. And he had even said said it himself, you know. Because we also start getting the introduction of... Oh, crap. I can never remember the boys' names. Billy and Tommy. Thank you. The twins. Yes, thank you. Because she ended up creating them. Just out of pure... Out of nothing. Chaos magic, right? right? Yep. And uh, he was winning. And Strange confesses about his his attempt to train her, and he fails. Professor Xavier can't help, and, and just... So what do we do? Do we kill her? Do we not kill her? We can't fix her. Right. What do we do? Uh, so they're getting ready to confront her, and then all of a sudden, bloop. White blip. Quite literally a white blip, yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone's waking up in this whole new world where everything's weird. Wolverine's the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. The Sentinels are part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Peter's Uh, with Gwen Stacy. And they have a child. And Uncle Ben's alive, too. Mm -hmm. And he's known as Mm Spider-Man. He's 
world famous, not just under a mask. I think the problem we got with some of the writings at this time was all those side stories didn't do well. There were like two or three books side House of M, like House of M, Hell's Kitchen or whatever. House of M, Heroes for Hire. And I'm like, I, I read a couple of those and they just... You don't care about you it. You don't care. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they are gimmicky just for the sake of being gimmicky. Yeah. Like there's no passion behind it. Right. 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 And it's good to, to write about that extended universe, right? But if you don't write it well, no one's going to care. Right. Right. Uh, but, I mean, it's still cool to see, like, these versions of What If. Oh, that a story? Like, okay, we know it's only part of the story, but it is their greatest wishes, which we find later on. That's what's going on. It's everyone's greatest desires. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was uh, the one that I always uh, was more confused about was when Cyclops and... Uh, Emma realized, why are we married? Yeah. Like, yeah. why Why are we together? And it's like, oh, you didn't want to be, but you are. But you really wanted to be because you are, you know. Also, why is Wolverine married with Mystique? Right. I mean, right. I, I like how she, Mystique was like, what? I know you have a redhead fetish. Like, right. <laughs> like, oh, that goes back to Jean and all that stuff. So it is what it is. But, like, you'd think it'd be... Okay, I would be with Gene then. Why, if Gwen Stacy's brought back, mm-hmm. why isn't Gene? Sure, right. But right. Hawkeye like, was brought back, and and Hawkeye was. It was just very yeah. weird of who was brought back and why. Like, but this one wasn't. But that one. Wait, what? It seems. But it could be maybe Mystique got she, what she wanted rather than Logan. Sure, right. I mean at that point, yeah, because Logan, his ultimate was he wanted his memories back. Yeah, and then second wish would be okay. Sure, head of Shield. So like okay that's that's your two boxes next and I don't know why maybe Mystique just want to be loved and like well Wolverine will work you can shape shift sure. so that'll work it just happens to, it is what it is every there wasn't much question with everybody's life when we saw them Colossus in the, in the main book I love Colossus's he was a farmer he just wanted to be left he just wanted to be, stay home in Russia have a peaceful life and he was always yeah. raised as a farmer like that's right it's like. He is content doing nothing out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. on a farm. Steve like, Rogers was good too. He was he never, never frozen. Was frozen. He never he got frozen. Old man, mm-hmm. and they're just like, no, we're not gonna, you know, mm-hmm. make him wake up and realize everything that's going on. It's like he's still Captain America, but just let we, yeah, oh, we, right, we, we can save this without him for everybody. Right. To specifically yeah. wake up people, and they're like, oh, we we can we can do this without him. Yeah, if it comes push him and shove, of course we'll probably get him, but yeah. we don't really need him and. What no, good he would even he be? says they they even say he wouldn't be any good to us. Yeah, because no. he aged. Right. So it's one of those. All right, let his ignorance be blessed. Like it is. But he could still be a super soldier and still have some abilities, or you have that morality of Captain America sure. inside you, rather than the the skill. But you don't want Captain you don't want, America's yeah, you morality. You don't want the morality in this. Well, no, because Cyclops even says that when they're masked from everybody before they go up to the house of them. Cyclops says, look, I always prided myself on holding back, showing restraint with my mutant powers. But this is the end. We either win or we don't. So well, none of you hold back. Well, and the we will win or we don't goes back to what Peter said. He's like, but what good are we really doing? Like, sure. like yes, it is the, quote, maybe right thing to do of turning the world the way it was. But how messed up is the world? Wanda solved everything. Isn't that our goal to solve all problems? But that she did that. That wasn't what he was saying. He was more worried about can we put it back? 
Well, I mean, because they couldn't figure out how it got there to begin with. I I think it's a little bit of both, though. Because remember who they were attacking. Mm -hmm. They were attacking Magneto because they just assumed he was the bad guy. Right. Right. And it which wasn't. It wasn't, which I thought was kind oh, of interesting. Oh, that was a great twist. Oh, it was a fantastic First time I saw that, I'm like, oh, that is so cool. Oh, yeah. It was like, and then it, they kind of called back to it, spoiler, in the multiverse of madness because of who we find out. We're not going to spoil that right now, but just that twist of like, oh, you're the bad guy. Yep. Okay. Cool. But it's still a fair question of Peter saying like, what, why should we? Why mm-hmm. should we even try? We won at this point. We, as in the greater good of everything, yeah, has won. You're not being attacked. You know, everyone's got what they want. So, what harm is it doing if everybody gets what they want? But they obviously weren't because they obviously didn't get what they want. It was maybe only a mutant thing. Because remember the conversation that Hank has with um, Hank has Hank with? with Hank actually McCoy and 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 Pim. Oh, because Hank even says. Beast even says to Pim, I, I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're studying. And at worst, it would be considered racist. You're trying to figure, you see the end of the human race coming. And you're trying to figure out how to, Pim was trying to isolate the X gene. And he even said, Tony Stark will consider this at worst racist. And it's like, yeah, you you see the end coming. And I don't know what I would do. Ironically, we would. We will see that later. I don't know what I would do if I saw the end. Yeah. Which then we end up seeing Beast post House of M um, teaming up with Dark Beast from the Age of Apocalypse. And he really has no qualms in. in just, just get the job done. Just get it done. I don't care. Whatever. Just get the job done. Whatever. At all costs. No, what's the line from Avengers? No matter the cost or whatever it takes. It was what they used in Avengers, the movies. Whatever it takes. We're going to fix this, whatever it takes. For in-game, I believe. That was their, uh, their yeah. line. All right, we're going to stop Thanos, whatever it takes. Because they he destroyed half of the universe. Sure. So that's what Beast was doing, whatever it takes. Dark Beast. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, in a limit, Dark Beast. A limit with Beast also, though, because he sure. was aligning him with the guy. If you're aligning yourself with the Nazi, are you that much better than the Nazi? I mean, at, at that point, it's it's a very fine line that you're... Now, you could say, well, I'm getting that goal, but I'm going to try to rein him in. But how dirty are you getting while trying to clean up him? Mm-hmm. So, uh, either way, uh, I think uh, Spider-Man at that point, he he made a fair point of like, uh, should we try? Should we try to undo this? Because, yes, what was the worst that could happen? Like, how bad could this really get? Or eh, he, was, he was at a moral quandary. I mean, his argument had to be more with. How do we put it back? Well, and he was, well, part of it too was he was selfish. He's like, but I'm happy. Sure. I'm happy. Like, I this what is, I ultimately, this is, I am married. I have a kid. Mm-hmm. I have my family. Well, look at everyone else. Look at, you can't tell me your life wasn't better as this, but it's not real. It's not real. I mean, it, I mean, honestly, though, it was real because her ability is to change reality. She made it real. Now, it's not original, but How it, long but it was it real. Lasted, though? Uh, I mean, she's able to create life. She created, she going forward, doesn't end up creating uh, Billy and Tommy in the <clears throat> real, in the real comics. And right. I mean, so yeah, we, we can go into that too, but they, I'm saying they are real. So theoretically then her ability is, it's true until she makes it untrue. So they it is still broke apart at the end of house of M. 
No, no. I'm saying now the sure. eight, the team, the young Avengers, Billy and Tommy, like they sure. are still real though. Sure. So her ability is actually creating matter and letting it go as is. Even if she lets, even if she's dead, they still exist. It doesn't break the spell. So it's still real. So yeah, it, it's messy with all this. Um, but we find we're on the hunt for Charles Xavier though. Oh, that was, I, I was like, oh, cool. They're, if they find him, they can fix everything. And he's not there. He's dead. No, he's not there. Well, There's no the, body at, at the grave. Well, well, well but, first they go to the mansion. Right. They're like, okay, somebody's been living here for the past 15 years. This isn't, this isn't even a school. Right. Sure. Right. And, I mean, then we see Mag- some random dude. We see Magneto at the grave. They're like, oh, you know, Charles, the Xavier Memorial Garden, blah, blah, blah. But the body's not there. And then we find the issue after that. Right. There is no body. Like, well, where is Professor Xavier? Does he, did he, as much as Wanda can create things like her kids, can she destroy completely too? Mm. Can she completely unravel Charles Xavier? There is nothing left of him now. It's gone. Or is it absorbed with her? Or is that the ether? Who knows? There is no body. She even kind of did something to herself because the, the Wanda avatar that was walking next to uh pietro and at the gala uh, the polaris uh with magneto in the chair that wasn't her right no the real wanda was up in the tower playing with her kids it was just a puppet that you see doing the whole block disintegration thing Mm -hmm. like oh once the battle strikes out like "Eh, it doesn't matter it's all a puppet show anyway right uh but yeah that gets us to the main climactic fight of all right well all right we're gonna go with three squads Mm -hmm. uh you guys are the distraction the vast majority of y'all are the distraction. Right. <laughs> Just make a mess. Uh, Strange was trying. Layla and Strange were trying to find the professor. Layla and Emma, I believe. Uh, let's see. I see Layla, Emma with cloak because they. That's oh, when they. Right, cloak. That's when they go to find the body. They try to find the body in the memorial, and there's like, nothing uh, there. Oh, not there. Uh, and Strange is just on his own, trying to just talk to Wanda. He, he's astral oh, project- right. he's astral projecting mm-hmm. and like all right well we're gonna break up and then we see the true villain of this whole storyline i thought that was a really great twist it was not magneto that convinced Wanda to do this no no it was purely pietro right that is like all right we gotta we gotta do our thing and then we get a flashback to the argument that magneto that eric and pietro were having before the blip on genosha and he's what i what I always like it when they add they're going the realism. To, they're going to kill her. I promise my entire life that I will always protect her. Right. From and, from you, even, he says. Right. To, uh, from Eric, because if we remember, Eric uses them as weapons, as pawns in the right. Brotherhood of Mutants from forever ago. Uh, and they don't say exactly that how she blipped it, but other than, uh, what is it? And if you don't, Wanda, if you don't, they'll kill you. And we'll never be together ever again. And then that's when the blip hits. Well, I, I even like who comes in at the very end. Hawkeye comes in at the very end and he shoots her. Oh, uh, that's in that's post blip though. That is in the middle of the blip world is when that shooting happens. Yeah, at this point they're already in the tower. They're right. talking. I was talking about before oh, the blip. The then you just jumped the all over. Yeah, I'm for those that aren't actively on it. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, after the flashback, it goes to the all right. Here's Doc Strange talking to her. Boom, arrows. Why did you kill me? Uh, don't worry. She's fine. 
And then he disintegr or she disintegrates him again too. Like, oh, I killed you. I brought you back. You're but dead. Then no. she brings him back somehow anyway later. Wait. I'm sorry. I zoned out there for a second. I was rereading part of this. Um, are you talking about Hawkeye? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think Wanda killed him. I thought her son did. Oh, that's right. Uh, he yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, shut up. Shut up. And then he like starts to dissolve. He, he goes Infinity War where yeah. he turns into dust. I mean, they don't say for sure it was him. No, but that's the way I am. Imp yeah, that's it was how implied it, yes. and interpreted. Because we're assuming that that's Wiccan. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I, then Dr. Strange, Wanda, the kid's yelling, mommy. Then Wanda says, I didn't mean that. Go one more. Keep going. Uh, he was so mad at me. Uh, I was, I needed to protect my children. So she was the one that got rid of Hawkeye. Oh. She was the one that got rid of Hawkeye then. So it was the, so in the kids yelling, crying, she just she made just him stop crying by getting gotcha. rid of him. So it was still her that got yep, rid of him. You're right. Uh, so yeah, she's definitely not afraid to kill. I mean, is it killing someone when you already when you, they were already dead and you brought them back? I mean, you killed them in the first place. Yes, but you brought them back alive, and it's not by your argument. It's not real. So is well, it be like real? So, in that he wasn't? It'd be like someone's choking to death, and you give them the heim, like bring them back to life, and then you know. No, no, it's like if I slit your throat, you die. That's true. I resurrected you, then I killed you again. Like, well, you're already dead to begin with. So, so he electrocuted so, you. So I tried for killed you. Killed me. But then he electrocuted you again Brought to get you back. to come back to life. Then I then I slit your throat. Is that double murder? Or is that single murder? It's I would say it's still single homicide. So he she still only killed him once. Double jeopardy. Attempted murder no. and then no. murder. No, no. You keep <laughs> no. using those words. No, no. If you are dead, you are dead. Right. But the first time it was attempted. No, no, the first one was successful. He was dead, oh, that's dead. True. He exploded. He in was dead, 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 dead. So if I, I tried for murder, okay, well, all right, I'm guilty, whatever, cool. Oh, hey, you're not dead anymore. Well, I can still kill you then because I got tried for murder. Sorry. Double jeopardy. No, that, that's not what that means. Yeah, and and th when this one, they're actually dead, dead? Broad strokes it is. You can't be tried for the same crime, crime twice. twice. But it's not the same crime. It's two separate killings. But it's the same right. thing. Anyway. I murdered Jared. Twice. <laughs> All right. It's a back, legal, back it's a legal gray comic. area. Back to the comic. Uh, okay. I mean, that that's about it when, all right, cool. Then she finally realizes who's been pulling the strings and no more mutants. No more mutants. Uh, the three most devastating words in all of Marvel Comics. No more mutants. Which they've made callbacks to. No more Phoenix. No more. There was another one too. Uh, no more events. <laughs> no more Inhumans. No more Eternals. Ease. Just keep it the X Men. Uh, no more. Uh, I don't remember. No more Phoenix. It's there's been a lot of it, but. We, the world wakes up post House of M, like nothing happened. Like the House of M never happened. Now except the day for, is called M Day. Except for everybody that did remember the events that Layla did wake up. They're the only ones that remember both realities happening. So you see Captain America. He's like, "Oh, hey guys, what's going on? Uh, you were just like yesterday. No, well, yesterday was a million years old. It was fine. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Um, I think." 
the way I'm interpreting this is M day is the day they all wake up, not the day that was missing from the world. The depowering day. Right. The day that all mutants were demutantized. But it wasn't yeah. all of them. It was like, it was all of them that you didn't care about and Iceman. And Iceman. Which wasn't a true depowering right. because it we was find out later on afterwards. But in this book, though, mm-hmm. our, all the mutants, you don't care about, no powers. Because the main core X Men, they still have their powers because sure. we still need to write books and make money. And uh, Magneto didn't have his powers. There were some that they took away, and it was like, Come bold on. choice, bold choice. Like, this is huge. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Iceman, original founding member of the X-Men, he's human now. And yes, later on you find out, no, no, he's just he's, fine. he's just mutant impotent and still has his power and unlocks it. He's fine. Uh, so, yeah. But that, that was that was huge of like, holy crap, no more, no more new mutants. And that set off, what, 15 years of X-Men of like, we are endangered species. We are dying out. We every life, every mutant life matters because once we're gone, we're gone forever. Then, of course, you know, Messiah Comic and Messiah War, and you know, the Marvel money making engine keeps rolling on. We're like, hey, we still need more. So, here we go. We're good now. We just bought Fox. We can do whatever we want again. Actually, it only lasted two years before Messiah Complex happened. Our time, right? Yeah. And then it was probably, I think, another year, year and a half before Hope comes back. And creates mutants again. But of actual mutants that actually had powers that were relevant to the the stories. Sure, 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 sure. It wasn't until 2019 that was really, here we go again. Mm Mm-hmm. So that is, in a quick recap, House of M. Uh, Ratings, one being awful, five being great. Jared, what would you rate it? I'd go four. I think that's fair. Adrian? I'd give it a five. I will say the art is fantastic. The art's fantastic. The art's really good. The art is really good. Um, And I can't think of a story before this that was a what if that actually affected continuity. This was Flashpoint before Flashpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I really like was. we made that argument before. I, we had, yeah. yeah. Uh, Except for it didn't really change anything long term other than... The mutants. Flashpoint changed the entire DC universe. Uh, from a certain point of view. Yeah, from a certain point of view. Uh, that's very broad. That's a very broad right. statement. I mean, you could say, well, that's by changing all mutants in the MCU or the the six one six that that changed the whole everything too. Yeah. So you can make that argument like, well, no, it still changed everything. Right. Um, Captain America. I guess you could say Batman was still Batman, but I just way. changed ages. Right. Much. Uh, I would probably still say a four out of five, um, because by itself it was really good, but it still had that, it didn't have a good conclusive ending. Like, okay, I am satisfied. Right. It still had enough of, okay, here's some strands here. Here's some strands there. Okay. What's going on with Bobby now? What's going on with, uh, what's going on with Wanda? That's just out in the village doing nothing. Like, and we didn't see a conclusion for that for several years. And we didn't see a crusade. Right around there, I think, yeah. yeah we didn't, like, uh, they teased Charles Xavier in this. It's like, oh, he's he's dead. But then, oh, uh, there's no body here. And then they just left it hang. Mm-hmm. And it was wrapped up in, what, or he came back, what, a year later or something like that? Yeah, I can't remember how, though. Yeah, so it's just like they teased some walk. stuff. And <laughs> it's like, oh, he, they 
there's no payoff to that tease this in is, this book. is very typical I, Marvel of like, all right, we're laying the groundwork, but we're not going to give you all the answers because we want you to keep coming back for more. It, it doesn't have a the end. It has a to be continued yeah, then this, which, this, this, and this sort of thing. Yeah, which I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just think that some of the stuff they set up in the book, maybe like like the Charles Xavier, wasn't paid off in the book like I was expecting it to. You know. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, but, yeah, and the, I think that. And is I a, don't think the way they did it was bad. I'm I'm just saying I I thought I was once I got to the end I'm like where, what what is is he dead is where where's he at? That you is, know, they tease that but there's nothing there. And that is very typical of Marvel to give a little breadcrumb that they'll answer years later. Mm-hmm. Looking at you one moment in time, the whisper. No, we don't look at that. We don't look at that at all. That's a terrible reference. That was such a terrible payoff. But it was still a crumb that was left there. Like, all right, well, we'll answer it later. It's still of that same okay, thing right. where it's like, okay. Right. Standalone is that statement. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So it was a terrible hit. Though. It, I hated it. It, it, it was off. I don't even remember what the whisper was. And DC. Let him be happy. Oh, that's so Something awful. dumb like yeah. that. DC does the same thing in bits and pieces too. Like when, uh. Batman was in that. Um, I can't think of the, what the chair's name, the name of the chair oh, was, but he's sitting in the chair. And he's like, What's a, the Joker's name? It was and a new they're 52. Like, oh, there's yeah. more than one. They didn't pay oh, that off for like what, eight War. years or something, something like that. Yeah. But that was like the beginning of New 52. But then it wasn't though. even it was like in, in was, continuity. They did in the it in one League of the black. Book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they paid it off in one of the black label books. Yeah. So it wasn't even really continuity that we know of. That we or know was of. it? Yeah. yeah, we don't know about the black label. So I, DC does the same thing so in bits and pieces. The but. rule is, if you're going to leave a breadcrumb, you better have a plan for what's going to pay yes. off versus, oh, we're going to put it there and we'll figure it out later. Yeah. Because that's totally not, what it feels like. Not mm-hmm. some other writer who's like, what happened 10 years ago? Right. Like, if you I remember correctly, this Charles Xavier, it was left there, but they knew where they're going to go with it eventually. Like, mm-hmm. that was not uh, like, okay, yeah, we'll have him disappear yeah. for a while, but we're going to bring him back with this however long down the road. Yeah. Um, versus the whisper, the chair, like, uh, well, it's convenient. We'll, yeah. We'll... And don't get me wrong. I liked the Batman three Jokers book, but there was no payoff really to him doing that in the chair. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, why I gave it the five though, is because of what you kind of said right there. It can stand alone. You don't. Oh, definitely. It's a great story and you don't have to know definitely. anything other than the fact that. Mutants are born the way they are. Yep. And I will say this was done like you didn't need all of the tie-ins to follow this book. Correct. Like you did Civil War. Civil War, you needed the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man tie-in. Yeah. You had to have it. We we took we'll agree ma- to disagree on that one. We took oh, a mask come off. Come on. It's like he was like he was on, on stage. Hey, I'm Peter Parker. I'm on Tony Stark's team. Ne- next issue. Next issue. Hey, we I'm Iron Man's throwing me out the window. Right. What? Yeah, the actual core you know, book. It has that they need that the actual core book was not that they, great they need that little transition there to but i still loved it yeah so. but this the one day more one one more day brand new day then brand one, more, one more there's one more day then brand new day which one is the one where she gets shot that was one more day because he wants peter wants one more day with aunt may sure right and but that's the ongoing with spider-man that isn't a side civil war book but that's why he changed teams Within the Civil War, sure, but the, and they don't explain that like, oh, they say, oh, you want to see why he's on this team? Check out this other book instead. Yeah, so it takes it's very Ooh, jarring. It's do like they? so this yes, I think they do. There's a little at the bottom, like a yeah, a little editor note. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm starting to did. think them like, oh, he didn't agree with them putting them in the uh, um, Fantastic Four. 
we'll read Tower it. thing. We'll, we'll we catch will, that leg. We will read time. it again yeah. on the Getting podcast on later. Tangent. Yeah. But. So, but as the the point of that little tangent was this is very standalone. I didn't need to have Spider Man, Captain America, Iron Man tie ins or whatever to to really enjoy this story. Uh, it was very standalone. It flowed very well. It was very good. It was a five issue book. Uh, eight eight issue, issue book. The reason why I give it a four is because it does start in the middle of okay. You should read at least Avengers Disassembled. But remember, that isn't what who Marvel is. Marvel has been around since what the sixties. But when it says previously in this Avengers book, this X Men book, like that's kind of a key thing to see. That's why I give it a four. Yeah, but of a you five. still didn't need to read that to appreciate that because I'd never, I did not read that. Until after I read House of M. Right. I'm just saying that's why. So, for, and I didn't lose anything from House of M from that. But that's why I'm saying it's still only a four because right. it is not yeah. truly you're good to go with just this. Oh, I agreed. If like, I would have read. If Avengers, someone comes in, hey, I want to start getting into Marvel. You know, I'm okay with waiting, you know, going back a few years. All right. Read Avengers Disassembled. Yes. Is why I would start before House of M because then, oh, you like that? Now read House of M because then that's the. The preamble to this major thing. Yeah, I go and back I will one agree. Secret War. Okay, mm-hmm. and that would work too. Mm-hmm. So, but that's why for me, I go to four because it needs that little bit beforehand to okay. put it in the. Why did Wanda go crazy? Uh, and that spins. Right. So that spins into our next discussion of the breakdown of Doctor Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, if you don't want to hear about Doctor Strange and spoilers, spoiler. Uh, Sorry, we're we're gonna talk about it now. But next week, Jared, what book are we gonna read next week? Something is killing the children. I almost said eating right there. I'm like, wait, that's not it. <laughs> it I wasn't like you were saying something <laughs> is very teethy fangy that she always has on. So yep. yeah, that's all right. It totally sounds like you're gonna say something, something dark side. <laughs> uh but yeah, next week we're gonna talk about something's killing the children, volume one. Uh going back to my previous point though, of like, oh, you want this preamble thing for Doctor Ver- Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Just like you need to read Avengers Assembled for House of M, you need to watch WandaVision before you watch Doctor Strange. Do I you agree. Though? You don't need to, but it's very, very good if because you do. If because you, you'll if, see where Wanda is at that moment, how she's got the dark hold. If the last thing you saw with Wanda was Avengers Endgame, then seeing that Wanda versus Doctor Strange, what the crap? She has flipped her wig. Bye. WandaVision helps with that. Okay, yeah, she's a little angry versus getting corrupted, and now she's truly super powerful. Yeah. That's where I have that. Now, you don't, again, you don't have to, just like you don't have to read Avengers Assembled. However, for perspective and to feel it, so it's not like a flip of the switch change, that helps dramatically. Now, because she kills her husband, well, her boyfriend. Then she meets the guy who made her do it, and now she's here. That's pretty traumatic in of itself. Yeah. So, yes, not need, but it will help with who Wanda is today. It's like saying... With the kids, though, it would help to watch WandaVision to see where... Why did she's attached to the kids? Why is she out looking for those kids so strongly? I think they they kind of give that enough in the movie where it's like, I had this thing and then I don't have it. Okay, cool. So you're looking for these kids. But to me, you're it feels like you're skipping a lot of steps. Like Hitler became Hitler because he's a failed art student. 
you kind of missed over a lot of steps there. And that's where WandaVision was. Well, those were the steps between the art school and Nazis, in my opinion. Not to compare Wanda to no, I, Hitler. I, I, say, that's I would the actually second agree. Second time you've invoked the Nazis tonight. I, I don't disagree with Adrian, but I agree with you. I think you should watch WandaVision to really capture where she the is at picture. with the, the yes. full picture. Yes. But I agree. You don't necessarily have to watch it to appreciate it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it, you'd be but less would, likely to complain about it. Yes. It's like, dude, she was just like saving the world. Now she's she's the big bad. Right. How How is she so powerful? Sure. Like, but she, remember, I mean. But like you said, she's you gone through everything a lot. everything from yeah. me. I don't There's even a know lot who of you trauma. Are. Yeah. And WandaVision shows how powerful she is, too. Like, she can recreate a world, yes, within a city. Okay. We never saw that in any of the movies beforehand. She was like, oh, she can oh, she, she can brainwash you, yeah. but not like actually manipulate everything versus WandaVision. She can. Yeah. Okay. So it makes sense why she is the, she is Scarlet Witch, not just right. Wanda that can do weird hand things. Yeah. She's the Scarlet Witch. It's but something I'll to say, fear. Since Age of Ultron, I do think her character progression has been one of the best. Yeah. Just not in terms of. Her character, but her power growth, her learning about herself. Her, her accent. Lo- yeah, I was just going to say her losing her <laughs> accent, you know? But what I do enjoy about that, though, is she still, every once in a while, slips into that yeah. fake mm-hmm. Russian accent. Like, okay, it still has that. You caught the almost like a twang of like, it. Like when, she gets ang- like when she gets angry, like, oh, that's when people's original accents usually slip through and high emotions. Yeah. Either love or anger. Like, oh, you, you revert that into a little bit. It just happens to be. So that is good that she, but for the most part- her Russian, as well, for lack of Slavic, her Eastern European accent okay. is gone, thankfully, because that was bad. Yeah, that wasn't the that, that was that was not good. It was like, oh, you're you're doing an impression. That's not your voice. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Moon Knight. Uh, what's his name that plays all the personalities? He does good accents. Oscar Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. He does good. His British accent is a good accent. It's not an impersonation of someone it, doing an accent. Isn't he British? No, he's American. Oh, okay. And that's the thing. Like he, side tangent. He said, "Like, oh, we have all these British actors put on American accent. I'm American. Put on a British accent. Sure. <laughs> okay. It also helped too that those two characters were completely different from each other. Yes. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the. I'm. That's one great thing. I'm. I'm glad she lost her accent because mm-hmm. it was not good. It was not terrible, but it was not good. No. Um. Yeah. I've heard worse. I uh, yeah that that's that's why I don't do accents. <laughs> uh, yeah, the movie, other big things. American uh, America Chavez introduced. Mm-hmm. I thought that actress did a phenomenal job at that role. She was excellent. She's really good. The character didn't do much though. That's what I was about to say. Not really. So we didn't really get to see. No, we didn't get to see actress, much. Of her. What's her name? Uh, I don't know what the actress's name. See, we don't even know her name. <laughs> Yeah. So we didn't really but get to see your shine. No, no, right? not a, not by that means at all. This was a very good setup for that character. Oh, okay, sure. You know what I mean? I could see. I I would go see it in the theater, even over a Disney Plus series. She, Either I believe, way. is supposed to be in the Marvels movie. I believe I, she's supposed to be in that movie. I'm okay with yeah. that. That was good, and I don't know uh, much the, about the character with Captain so. Marvel and Ms. Marvel. Like, there, I believe she's supposed to be in that movie. I believe. Oh, That's not going to be a show? No, Ms. Marvel's going to be a show. Yeah. Ms. Marvel's going to be a show. But Marvel's with Captain Marvel will be a movie. Yeah, but I, I'm excited to see where they're going to go with that character. I thought she was very good. The character's compelling, and I don't know anything about her. I know so, very. I know she can punch things really strong, 
And sometimes when she punches things, there's stars, stars. that like are teleportation. I really want her to punch somebody in the head and make stars appear. God, that would be awesome. <laughs> that, would, that would be cool. Um, uh, and she's a young Avenger. I know that. Like that. Yeah. That's and I know she. I believe she's gay. But like that's that's all. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I mean, she's a and she's not that new. Of a, she's newish. Like, but yeah, not what? super new. No. She came out in the last five years. No, I want to say last fifteen to twenty. I was thinking like two thousand fifteen area. I mean, I could be mistaken, but I I, I thought been she's been around a little bit. But longer. I also a Ooh. couple years ago, I didn't realize like 2011. 2011, so okay, ten so years. Ten years. So there's some comics that are like older than you think they are. Right. You reread them. So like, she's this been around like 2004. She's been around longer than Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, and I know a whole lot more about her because she's yeah. had her own series. I mean. Yeah. So as America, she's had her own, but if she, she hasn't first really debuted taken and stuff, it's like I don't give a crap. Well, I mean, you know? ultimately, it comes down to the writing. Is the character's writing right good enough that it catches people's attention? Ms. Marvel took off right away because she was a young Spider-Man, basically. Yeah, America. Uh, Kamala yeah. came out in 2013, so two years later. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think most people that see the movie know next to nothing about. I mean, you could also be arguing that most people that watch the movie know next to nothing about Doctor Strange as well. But isn't that the point of the movies, too? To, yeah, you know, yeah. This, I'm not, the movies are not made just for comedy. Right. And I'm not complaining right. about that. I'm just saying, like, sometimes it's good to lean into that. Like, hey, no one knows who this is. We can do whatever we want. It'll be fine. Yeah. Because the 1% of comic book readers that are fanboys of this, they'll throw a fit. But 90% of readers, they won't care. Right. And then... 98.7% of the movie viewers that don't, re- you know, everybody really I feel won't like care. those numbers didn't equal 100. No, I'm saying the percentage of a percentage of a percentage. It'd be fine. So the, the vast majority <laughs> of the moviegoers that don't read books and that they do, they don't read those books, they won't care. Like, sure, yeah. you changed it. I don't care. Like, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Is the character interesting? What's going to go with that? Right. But uh, uh, her, but uh, going through. The multiverse. Um, I'm going to use multiverse in quotations there. It's pretty yes, loose there. It's very loose. Like you have a 30 second montage of them going through different universes. Right. And then they're on what? Two other Earths. We see, so ugh, we see the 616, which is Doctor Strange's universe, the main yeah. one, the main MCU, which I hate that it's the 616. But then you've like, got the. The 838 is where they end up doing most of the battle on. Yep. And then the dark. Wherever, uh, right, wherever Dark, dark wherever is. Dark Strange came from that yeah. turned into a zombie. So I was expecting a bit more, even if it was more than that 30-second montage of them hopping, you know, universes or something. they turned into paint world and then yeah. The, whatever, yeah, right, when they're just falling through um, dimensions. I would thought it was a little lackluster in that aspect, but what they did do, I thought, fit the story they were telling. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, you can't... I was just wanting more, I think, and I think... I would have liked to have seen a conglomerate of Doctor Strange's. Like, okay, we should all work together on this now. Yeah. But here's the problem with the movie. What with with that expectation, it's called the Multiverse of Madness, but it's not about the multiverse. Yeah. The movie isn't about yes, the multiverse. I agree. At all, they use aspects of it, but it isn't about it. the The whole reason of the movie is what universes do we create in our own minds? What if I would have done this? Well, if I could have done that, and we see, what what how's he call them? Other strange and other other strange. 
being yes. personifications of regret. That's strange. Because other strange, strange, other strange tried to steal her powers. Other other strange was dead with fighting Thanos. And then there was another strange. So there's three stranges, other stranges that we meet. The one who tries to kill Chavez, the one that's already dead, and then the one in the negative, the negative one. I mean, I don't count that one because we don't ever see that. I mean, that strange is dead, so we never actually see that body or anything. I don't count that one. But we do see him. What's his we, face see the, we see the statue. Him. We see the statue of him. No, we see ex- him get uh, well, he gets get spoken killed to. Uh, by uh, um, Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Thank you. That strange. That well, yeah. I mean, so there's okay. So yeah. there's, we there's, see four strange. Yeah, a small clip. Right. Yeah. Our strange. But anyway, the the multiverse of madness isn't about the multiverse itself. So the fact that we don't see it very much of them in a thirty second montage, that isn't the point. And the whole thing that even Wally is trying to get to him. Is like, why can't you be happy? Why can't you be content with what you have? He's lying to Christine when at the beginning of the movie, I'm happy for you. No, 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 you're not. You're jealous. You're you, jealous. You and are you're the, full yes, of regret right. because you can't change this. You oh. should be the one holding the knife and marrying her. And don't get me wrong, I right, fully exactly. I, I fully agree with you with what right. the story they were telling and everything like that. This worked, I thought. So the, I would have liked to have just seen more. Sure. Now if sure, we, but that wasn't the point of the movie. Now, right. if we get a mini series of America, a bunch of one shot episodes of her going through different dimensions, that could be cool. Like, okay, That'd what are these dimensions rules? What are sure. these ones? But that's who yeah. that character is. That's the whole point of this America Chavez is to be the multiversal traveler. That's her power. And she's unique. Because she's according to her, she's, she's the, the only one only that exists one. in the mm-hmm. multiverse. Yep. At least in 72 or 73 versions of. Because apparently. The and according to the MCU, if you dream of yourself, that's a different version of yourself in a different reality. That's not a dream. That's a different. You're seeing yeah. eyes into the other dimension. Sure, right. She doesn't dream. She doesn't dream. Yeah. Apparently, I love the movie, but I don't think it was actually about the multiverse. It was about our own multiverses that we create in our own minds, and we need to be content and not be those other, other, other versions of ourselves, because we see that those other versions may do things very wrong or very right depending on which version it is are you, if you yourself are the evil version because it's well, that's true because it's possible you're never the villain in but your own that's story not the point of the movie well i know i'm just saying though like Ramy's is talking about you like you have to be the one to make the choices and not worry about anybody else Ramy's talking about bruce campbell is what he's talking about <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that was, was awesome that was great uh, the whole pizza, which I want uh, Purple Feet to make those pizza balls. I want them to <laughs> make the multiverse pizza balls, which those look delicious. I don't know sure. why, but they did. Uh, and then the post credits with the, it's finally oh, over. Man. And then it's it's over. It will be sad when he dies. It will be a very sad day. It will be. But that's not today, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> what I really also liked was the tease for everything else in, the, in, 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 in 616. Hopefully we get we get the mutants, we get the Fantastic Four, we get Captain Carter. Uh, Captain Carter, I think she's done. I hope not. I wouldn't mind seeing maybe a show, a, a, a Disney Plus show. I'd be okay with that. I mean, I, yeah, we, I'd be okay with that. Kind of already did with What If, and I think we'll continue with What If with that too. I mean, proper like real. Oh, I know a live action, live yeah. action. But I think I don't know. I'm okay with it just being in the bubble as it is. Just like John Krasinski as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Will he come back as Mr. Fantastic? Well, 
we've already seen that it's the same person throughout the multiverse. Not necessarily, though. We haven't seen that change. Uh, Spider-Man. We saw the different Spider-Mans. Uh, okay. yeah, and that yeah. is part of the continuity. So it could be a different body. Oh, they broke their own continuity. Uh, yeah. Kang the Conqueror and the Loki series, they kind of hinted like, okay, there's going to be other ones. Or just even Loki. There's yeah. a female Loki and a male Loki and an alligator Loki. So they can have different looking faces on them. So it's possible we may not have John Krasinski right, as. Stop with the perfectly sound logic. I know. It's because I know <laughs> things. Um, now, would, would I like to see him back as Reed Richards and, and his wife, Emily Blunt, as Sue? Absolutely. You think actually, she could do it? Yeah. Uh, I think she could. I mean, after a quiet place, yeah. And they're actually married. Yeah, they obviously have on-set chemistry. So. She could do a shark movie, too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Probably. She was strained. I don't know. But I, mean, but, I wonder like, who is writing on whose coattails at that point. But that'd, or, be, but that'd be a great story, though. Like one of them writing they're actually them. they're actually married and they're playing a married couple like that should work. Like there's oh, and if you have like Steve Carell be Ben Grimm. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> and Ryan and Rain Wilson as Human Torch. Here we go. Office reunion. It's going to happen. No, <laughs> no it's not going to it's not going to happen. But that would be fun, though. I would almost see one want to see uh, Rain Wilson as the thing and. John Krasinski is the Human Torch. Yeah, but with the whole but him with him, what they've got already yeah, established, him, right? Or uh, what Jenna Fisher as yeah. Sue? Then if John Krasinski is still really like, oh, it's, it's Jim and Pam together again. What they would probably end up doing with Rain would be like, what's the robot that the Fantastic Four has? Um, Herbie. Herbie, yeah. thank you. They might do like a. Or even uh, Dragon Man, a local the, the, AI, the, the Dragon Man Android thing that could be cool too. Nah, that's, that's probably what they would do. They would use, they would use Steve Carell. They would use Rain Wilson as just a side. Right. We're doing what people want. We're giving them just enough of what they want, so we can say we did it. Well, I'm saying that the Dragon Man is also a side character that they could do. Like it's just, sure. I mean, it's all CGI, so you can have whoever voice it. So Rain Wilson could do that potentially even too. Uh, but yeah, that'd be fun fan casting. That'll sure. never happen. No. That would be fun. But that would be fun. Um, um, also, the rest of the Illuminati. We got... Charles uh, Xavier. Charles Xavier. which in his floaty yellow chair. Which I hate the fact that that was in the trailers, and we already knew he was going to be in there, yeah. but whatever. Um, Captain Did Carter, we already mentioned the trailer? Yeah. yeah. We heard his voice. We heard his voice. We heard the voice, but we didn't see the chair. Yeah, but even the... We saw a corner of the yeah. chair. Yeah. In the trailer. And the, and the recent trailer that came out like the week before, <laughs> it had a still where you saw the yellow. But, oh, okay. Um, I didn't see that. Captain Marvel, which was from... The uh, Captain Marvel movie, the instead of uh, Carol okay. taking over the powers, it was uh, Rambo. Rambo, that was Captain Mama Marvel. Rambo. Right. Yeah, Mama not, Rambo. Not, not not new one. Monica right. Rambo. Correct. Monica's not, mother. Not one division Rambo. Because that's yeah, Monica. Right. Uh, we saw uh, Black Bolt, which was from the Inhumans TV series as well. That yep. was on uh, the same actor that did that. Was it? The, yeah. I, I didn't check yep. up on that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't. I didn't notice, nor did I care, but Google said later, like, oh, yeah, that was the same one. Okay, good for them, I guess. Everyone loved the Inhumans show. You know, canceled when, like, the first episode aired. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, I mean, and then we had the Baron Mordo uh, was also in the Illuminati. Right. Like, he survived that and was still on there. It's like, that was cool to see all of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and then they all got murdered in horrible, horrible ways. Yeah. I will say Black Bolt was his head kind of crushing. gruesome. Yeah. And he's like no mouth and he's like mumbles like mm, and then 
his head his collapses death. it on itself. And, yeah, uh, that was pops. good. Yeah, Reed Richards did the same thing. He, he popped. He well, he, he turned unraveled. To confetti. Yeah, yeah, he turned into like silly string. And but then, then he popped right at the end too. Right, uh, Captain Marvel shield right through her. Like Captain Carter. Captain, Captain Carter, Marvel. Yeah. Carter she got had mauled. A, <laughs> uh, she had a statue fall on her. Or something. She got crushed. Yeah. Uh, and then Xavier snap of the neck. Yeah. I mean. It was that was definitely Sam Raimi doing his thing of like, okay, we're gonna have some horrific stuff. In oh no, yeah. no, no, that wasn't full Sam Raimi. The music notes was Sam Raimi. No, I would say the flying zombie strange was pure Sam Raimi. Well, sure, from his early stuff, but I'm saying of the th- of everything that I don't like about Sam Raimi, it was the notes, the notes. And that would have been okay with the one spell and maybe even one counter, but they took the that that music fight. It was a little too long, too long. a yep. little yeah. bit. I enjoyed it, but you're right; it yeah. was just a little too long. But I'm saying of, of things that are like that scream Sam Raimi. I would say it was Zombie Strange flying with his cloak of souls that are fighting each other. Like that's Evil Dead, is what that is. Like that was pure. And then Zombie Strange talking with his face half rotted away. Like again, that's pure. Sam Raimi's goodness right there. Um, I did like the callback to a couple things. Uh, The one internet video of the car driving down the hill and then the zombie sliding out from the side. I thought I was like, oh, I see what you did there. And then seeing um, Wanda zombie from the What If show, just the way they kind of made her like, no, we're going to need you to have a limp, even though nobody's touched you. Right. And the whole half face covered in blood, too, because mm-hmm. you just murdered a bunch of people. Well, it's not blood. It's oil from the well, eventually, eventually it was blood, well, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was blood. yeah, it was a blood oil mix at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, overall, that was the movie then. Uh, one to five ratio. One being awful, five being great. Adrian, what would you give it? Five. Four. Five or four? Four. You give it a four? Jared? I'm wanting to say three, but I got to go with four. Three is because I had more expectations going into it. Three compared to the first Doctor Strange, maybe. There you go. But, I'd go with that. But, but as a movie by itself, but if you're looking at if you're looking as at the movie should, by it by itself, I'd say this is a solid four. Yeah, I would. I would give it a four. I, I say No Way Home did it better, and No Way Home was a five. Agreed. That, that's why I give this like okay, No Way Home was better. Yeah, and it was very similar with the whole multiverses. Fighting themselves, helping themselves. versions of yourself. But remember, it wasn't about the multiverse. The actual. I multiverse. know what you're saying, but I'm still giving my comparison of my I'm opinion. Just, I'm just saying, I don't think you can compare it like that. The same way that I don't think you should compare. I think you can. Like I, I don't disagree with you with the story and everything, but the title was "Multiverse of Madness." It's like having a Civil War movie, but there's no Civil War. No Winter Soldier, but no Winter Soldier. Like. It was a biverse, as is is yeah. what I mostly consider it as. Either way, I give it a four out of five. Yeah. It was good. It was it good. Was not I really best. enjoyed it. The music scene brought it down to a four because that was a little bit too long. Yep. Um, Wong was weird where he's a full soldier. Like, I don't know. Like, we've been seeing that teased, teased up more and more in the movies. But, like, I don't know. He seemed like, okay, now I'm a war general. Not, I'm just... just Mystic guy. Yeah, I, feel like I could he... see that some, but some of it was, we're being attacked by the Scarlet Witch. You've got to become a soldier. 
Well, but there's yeah. also things that felt weird with that whole city. Like, okay, he's in love with this girl that stabs the book, but we've never seen her before and never heard of her before. But why do we care that she sacrificed herself? Right. right. Why is there this ox person her. that's on in the city that we've never seen before? Right. Like, there's a lot of things like, eh, if you know, you know, but why should I care? Yeah. And while to me, this? it reminded me of uh, Beta Ray Bill. It's like, oh, are they doing this to plant the seed that a horse faced character could be with? teaming up with Thor later down the movie. That's what that felt like to me as, as seeing it on screen. Which in the comics, I believe that was the, Oh, what is the, the earth, the opposite side of the sun, the, Oh, Oh, but they're the ones that I I believe the comics that actually quote raised Pietro and Wanda. They had had like an ox head and they were, it was a female. Yeah. The, not the other side of the, it's like, it's like opposite earth. It's like on the opposite side of the sun, the exact same, like, why am I thinking of Wondagore? It's not Wondagore because that's the mountain that they were at. It was Mount Wondagore, but, but the, the high evolutionary, high well, evolutionary. That's who it was. He's he's from Wondagore too, in the comics. Or he sets up his base in Wondagore. Oh, maybe that's I think it. he sets up his okay. base, and that's All why right. they were All raised right. there. And yeah, it's the high evolution that created now since retcon that actually is the parents of Pietro and Wanda because they're not technically or I mean, need just children, but whatever retcon. But either way, it's that I believe that's the ox person that did raise her okay. in the comics. Or at least I don't know if that's supposed to be the exact same, but like, oh, that's an Easter egg for this. But, yeah. But before I mention that, did you ever put that connection together? No. It just seemed out of place. I would No, not at all. I would see that the beta ray bill would be akin to Rain Wilson or or or, or Michael Scott playing the voice of Herbie. Like we just kind of yeah. just enough to say, eh, it's there. Right. right. We well, can with do the something tease from we uh, the last Thor movie with the Beta Ray Bill head on the the building, you know that little Easter egg they put in there. It's like that's oh, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah I yeah. want to see Beta Ray Bill in this now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, so it's and I don't know much about Beta Ray. Bill and who, who's thing. to say that that just wasn't the same species as Bill? Yeah. Well, it's it's like in the Captain America movie or Batrock the Leaper. Oh, we know him because from the comics. Sure. But does the average movie goer like, oh, they like, so who? who cares? Who are you talking about? Batrock. Right. The bat from Ferngully. But right? mo- yeah. But you know, like anybody that saw them, like if you ask them now, hey, you remember Batrock from, from the Captain America movie? No. I'm sorry, who? The guy that fought him on the boat. Who? Huh? Right. It means nothing to them. And I yeah, think that's, yeah. it's one of those, if you know, you know, if not, but for this ox lady, it fell out of place. It did. And it's like, oh, Front and center, there's this ox randomly with a bunch of, with a bunch of normal humans and, and one ox. only one. Right. There's only, you know, there's it, only There was one. no other species or anything right. like that. That, that I think was if so they weird. would have done a couple other things, it would have been better. We also didn't see them, and obviously that's maybe too far, thinking too far ahead. We didn't see any of them in Endgame because we see all of the Asgardians, all of the sorcerers. Yeah, you love, you love the so armies. There was you a handful, so on screen. Yeah. Right, right, right. So and there was a handful of sorcerers there, but not like there was at this temple. So right, but yeah, it is one of those like you wanted yeah. more. Yeah, well, there's there is more. Right, you know. Well, there was. No, that's yeah, what Wong was. says. Oh, but that was the other thing. I, I so uh, the whole thing with Wong and being a general, I, I I think he still understands that he only is sorcerer supreme. On technicality. Because Steven right. blipped for five years. Right. And so there is that part of him that concedes knowledge and authority, even if it's just between the two of them, right, as, well, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme, but really, you kind of are. Right. right? Yeah. And so it's, 
that's I think part of why we get that play on like you is, know it, you have to bow right that's that's tradition or whatever it he says proper or whatever the etiquette. brotherly rivalry that like Thor and Loki had when Loki turned good like okay we're just jabbing each other because hey we're cool with it we know what's going on it's a mutual respect towards each other like yeah. hey I can make fun of you because we're cool like that but no one else can make fun of you because sure. they haven't earned that right. level right and for the movies the way they built Wong kind of makes sense. But the comic book's completely off of Wong. Like, comic book's Wong. It's he, all Wong? In comic book's Wong, he's Alfred. He's Doctor Strange's Alfred. He's not this soldier. You know, Yes, he knows magic, but he doesn't, like, have this big confidence aura around him. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, like, comic mm-hmm. book wise, like, this is way off. I do like, I can't think of his name. It's probably, uh, no, that's racist. Um, I, I've seen him in a couple other things where he's, like, a side main character. I can't think of his name. Wong, the guy who plays Wong. Yeah. Um, Benedict. No, it is Wong. It, his last it is name Benedict is Benedict Wong. His, yeah. yeah, his yeah. name is Wong. Um, so it's not. Uh, so uh, I really hope that this kind of helps his career be like, no, you know what? Let's give that guy a movie. Let's yeah. give him a movie where he is the guy, you know? So, uh, and I did like how they drew the line between witchcraft and sorcery. And I'm not sure yes. what they're going to do with that, if they're going to do anything. No, but I think it, they could, though. There's also, on top of that, it's chaos magic, not just, you know, isn't in the comics there's multiple types of magic? Yes, in different yes. Colors. here we finally get a distinction between which sorcery. And sorcery. Yes. Because, right? I mean, well, we sort of saw that in WandaVision as well. Because with, yeah, with Agatha, yeah. like, oh, you have your sorcery, but you're not really a witch. Like, you can. Pl- Oh, you can do this fun little thing, but you're really just scratching the surface. Yeah. You're you're not a Jedi. You're just force sensitive. A- Agatha kind of flirts with the idea of like, you don't, you didn't earn any of this power. You were just born with it, so you have no idea what to do with it, right? And so it's just kind of interesting. Going back to Spider Man, where two of the three Spider Mans have to build their web shooters, versus Toby's like, no, it's just like breathing; it just happens. It comes out of- so like. It's just, it's just natural it. versus no, they've yeah. earned it because they worked on it or whatever. That sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, that is our thoughts and opinions on Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Overall, right. it was good. You yeah, should check it out. I if you're a fan it. of the Marvel movies, you should see it. And if you're not a fan of the Marvel movies, then you probably won't see it then. But, yeah. If you're not a fan of the Marvel movies, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Yeah. Potentially. There's, there's a greater potential, yeah. But anyway, we'll move on to the segment that Jared always forgets about. Not this nope, week. I nope. reminded him. He that, reminded me earlier. That's the Heroes of the Week, be comic ready. books or otherwise. So, Jared, then, who is your Hero I, of the I'm Week? I'm not ready. Oh. <laughs> he okay. reminded me, but I'm still not ready. Adrian. Uh, I'm going to kind of cop out, and I'm just going to talk about just writers in general, right? So, we, we, we love talking about our, our comic books, and, and part of it with comic books is the writers. There's the other part of it the art, but I'm also going to talk about like movie writers and and book writers, just writers in general. Right. So we, we get all these chances and opportunities to leave our own universe for lack of a better, you know, uh, to go into some other universe for a minute and just kind of lose ourselves and get taken away to something else and kind of leave and forget. And so writers in general, like some of them suck. Some of them don't. Some of them really are fantastic, and they go with us, right? Uh, we we take them, we remember their names and everything like that. 
Uh, and that's, I think, generally a really good thing. And then even the ones that do suck, they love what they're doing, right? Uh, assumingly. And, assumingly. And because they, you may not like them, they may suck to you, someone else may enjoy it. Like I'm talking like the ones that like they write something and then they get fired. Oh, well, <laughs> like okay. act, they actually do suck. Like nobody bought gotcha, them. Right? Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and then there's the ones that that just kind of Tom Taylor, you know, Bendis, uh, for as far as comic books go. Mm-hmm. Uh, just those 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 people that have figured out a really good path. Feige as a producer for the Marvel Universe, like he's not doing the writing. But he's saying this is the path that we want to go on. Yep. Right. So. Uh, I'll go next with, I want to say, I want to cop out sort of as well, but a little more specific of my neighborhood. My neighbors, uh, they're all great. Um, Monday, one of our neighbors had some plumbing issues. So the t- city came out like to check out what's going on. And me, Laura, one of our other neighbors, they came out like, hey, you know, what's going on? Can, can we help? Or who sh- should we call our other neighbors if they're having issues or anything like that? And the one neighbor that was having issues, she had to go to work. So like, hey, don't worry. We'll stick around. We'll let you know if they say anything. And we'll give you a call or whatever because we're here. We can talk about it. It'll be fine. So, and this weekend, we're going to have a little cookout on Sunday with each other just because that's fun to have. And how many neighbors can actually say, oh, yeah, we had a neighborhood cookout where we know all of our neighbors. And I, I that's, that's pretty cool. cool. That's yeah. a cool neighborhood to be in. Yeah. Uh, it started with COVID when we would do our weekly or our nightly a 7 o'clock meeting. Like, all right, let's just chat because we're all stuck at home anyway and it has continued to grow into like hey let's have a cookout all together let's That's hang out cool. so i want to say my neighbors because they are awesome so jared we buy as much time as we could yep i'm gonna go with charles soul and ryan brown who did eight billion genies because that was the best book i've read in, and curse words they did yeah and curse words but that's the best book i've read in a while it was a fun one that was fun i i'm really excited for n- number two of that all right uh, so with that, we will say, barring any other major events from happening, we will be back next week. Adrian, I believe you're out, but Laura should be in because she should be off work unless something has changed between now and then. Jared and I will still be here. Yep. And yeah, so we'll, like, again, next week we're talking about the Something is, something killing, is killing the children. children is the graphic novel. And something is eating the children. And we'll figure out <laughs> what the topic is probably later then. Yep. But until then, we will see you all next time. Just saying the multiverse was a metaphor that wasn't meant to be taken literally.